Welcome to Machine Learning. Well, this morning I'm up uh, studying Seaborn. And Seaborn has uh, a number of packages that you can use for plotting data. The ones that they were looking at was RELplot, R-E-L-P-L-O-T. What RELplot does is it um, you it uh, plots a, a scattered graph with a regression line in it. So it's real fast. It combines regression with uh, scatter plot. So you provide the x and y uh, numerical values and the data frame. So you give the x column and the y column, and then. Uh, data equals your data frame and uh, that uh, helps you get the plot and then there's uh, an, L, an IM plot and IM plot adds a few more features um, you can do hue which would be, uh, you could specify another column. And uh, so like, it, for example, the different types. Yeah. So if you had in a data frame a column called types and it was a categorical column, then you could assign that categorical column to hue and it would show that category segmented, overlaid on top of each other. And that works great if, if the data is fairly separated. Uh, where it gets to be a challenge is if there's a lot of overlap. And so you can then use, instead of the hue, you can use uh, calls, columns, C-O-L, or you can use rows. So call would uh, stack them vertically, one adjacent to the next, and rows would do a uh, stack them horizontally. And that, and that would give you a view of your, of your data. And uh, then there's also uh, rel dist dist r e l d i s t, and it looks a lot like a histogram, but it's actually showing the Gaussian distribution, and uh, you can use that to um, analyze your data and see if it's a normal distri distributed form. Uh, or, or if you need to normalize it by dividing it by the standard deviation. So those are uh, some interesting features that I looked at this morning and uh, um, interesting enough that just in that hour's period of time that I was only able to cover that much but uh, <clears throat> still uh, you get uh, get a better feel for how to do 
some of this data science. And it's important that you understand that um, I know that, that we learn iteratively and through projects, but it's always good uh, to go back on your notes and reread your notes and, uh, and then uh, see if you understand what you were what you were doing at the time and if you can recreate those steps and uh, the uh, desire to use this technology or use these concepts is probably pretty strong however it does take time to learn So one of the one of the problems that they were looking at was the distribution of um, accidents to premiums, and so it would make sense though, as you have more accidents, there would be higher higher premiums are being charged. So in areas where there's higher accidents higher premiums but what was I found was interesting is as you move lower into the lower uh, number of accidents the cost of the premium went down but the difference the spread on the premiums was just as wide as uh, when the number of accidents was higher and I wonder why that behavior was true. I mean, that's just assuming that the data was correct and that it was a, you know, an accurate, uh, a fairly representative sampling of the data. It wasn't, you know, just isolated to the, the worst time of the year for accidents, but this was, you know, maybe it was uh, based on an annual, annual collection of data. Um, but I started thinking about that and was wondering why would it, that way. Well, if you have low accidents and uh, there is uh, people are buying a policy, then the question is, is does uh, you know when they buy that policy, does do they do the premiums that they pay vary from? Uh, Policies that are cheaper because they're targeting lower income, or uh, because of the minimal amount of risk, do they do the insurance companies capitalize on those premiums, and then they make a, a profit? So, is the high profit maker the low accidents, but? high variation in the premiums between the low and the high and so that's a if that were true then what it means is if you are in an area where you're looking for uh, pay lower insurance then you will probably want to shop around because there could be quite a difference in the price that premium price that you pay depending on 
risk factors associated with it. And I, and I don't know in insurance if it's following the risk factors of the individual or the risk, risk factors of the group. I'd, I would imagine that the, actu, the actuaries are trying to balance the risk against the group. So there's uh, interesting thoughts that, that that particular data subject brought up. Um, the other thing that I found interesting this morning is uh, in the presentation, they noted that um, OpenGL is usable with Python. And uh, that was actually kind of exciting for me because I know OpenGL and uh, I'm anxious to see what functionality they provide uh, in terms of the GL API and uh, create, create some uh, sprite animations or 3D objects. And I can model, I can model some of the AI like reinforcement learning, and build uh, my Chinese checker game. And then I've also been thinking about building a reinforcement learning algorithm to play dominoes because, uh, well, even though dominoes has an element of randomness to it, there is still a lot of strategy to playing dominoes. Uh, in terms of blocking, counting the numbers, seeing what combinations are possible. And uh, there, there's definitely not as many combinations to think about as chess, but it's, um, it's still an interesting idea to be able to set up the, the algorithm for risk and reward play dominoes so it, the algorithm would seek to uh, maximize reward and uh, and so that that would be uh, a way to, to do that well Looking at Power BI again today, and uh, really enjoy really enjoying the power of that tool. Uh, my strategy has been to kind of cluster together some of the analytics and try to put re like domain related uh, views of data and presentations together in one area, versus having lots of uh, of uh, views or uh, Power BI reports, just concentrating on a lot of it in just one area. And uh, let's see if that strategy, how that works out. One of the problems I see with reporting is that um, that they're, they serve, the report serves a particular function and uh, the usage of that report is part of the business process. However, 
when you're doing analytics, knowing where all the pieces are become very challenging. Uh, and so if you have a way to kind of centralize that data and then branch off from a nexus point or a hub, it might be a better way to, to finding the data. Um, is if you get lost, you return to the hub and then from the hub you can find the data. Um, so it, that's kind of the theory behind uh, concentrating and localizing into domains the, the data. <clears throat> the other part to this is um, now that I understand multivariate is looking for data that could be desirable to be predicted based on, on, uh, on multiple variables and uh, then setting up uh, my null hypothesis and testing out to see if my assumptions are true. Uh, and so I can utilize, I can do some uh, random sampling through bootstrapping and then solve for my uh, p-value and, uh, and then using my coefficients I can solve for my p-value and, and then once I, once I have that should be able to uh, know whether or not the hypothesis is true or false, and then, and then uh, I look at my confidence bands, intervals, just make sure that the confidence is good, the p-value is is low. Uh, maybe look at my uh, my my mean square error, root mean square error, square root. Sure that that number looks good, and uh, um, and and then look at the distribution plot. So then, by doing those those basic uh, fundamentals, I should be able to then know if the, if the model is good, and then rely on that model. <coughs> But it's, it, it's, still, it's still interesting, though, to make the jump from uh, non-statistical thinking where you're just running queries to now having the data staged in such a way that you can do statistical query, look at distribution plots, and uh, you know start thinking about variation from the mean. And, uh, and that, that kind of statistical thinking opens up for like uh, Six Sigma and uh, work like that so that's one of my things I think in time I want to try to gain more knowledge is how to use some statistical controls um, in my my uh, my analytical thinking